0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, sounds like the provincial government has some more environmental plans to introduce. We are going to check in with Richard Zussman in just a moment, and he'll explain all of that to us. I just quickly want to check in once again on our hot question of the day, which really generated a lot of attention. It was the issue of plastic bags and whether or not we should Ban them here in BC, Newfoundland and Labrador are making lots of headlines today because that province tabled legislation yesterday to move forward with a ban on plastic bags. Carol wrote me to say, "Simmy, where I work decided yesterday not to to reorder, carry plastic bags. I was thrilled. And if a small family run store like this can do it, places like Safeway, she said, should do it. And she said, I always have my cloth reusable bags with me. It is my personal rule. I try to, Claire. I, I'm always, sometimes I forget one, but I do try to always have my bags with me. Uh, Margie wrote to say if no one wants an all out ban on plastic bags, how about just charging a bigger fee on plastic bags? Rather than five cents, how about 50 cents, Margie says, or even a dollar, Margie says. Although, Margie, I think they'd be rioting at the cashier if that happened. Margie said people will probably remember their own bags or at least reuse them if they pay a dollar for them. Uh, Well, Margie, if you had to pay a dollar for a bag, it better not be one of those cheap plastic bags. Do you know what I mean? They better have something better for me at the checkout if they're going to force me to pay a dollar for a bag. But you're right. Why not do that? brand everything. We had a gentleman who called in to say, what about advertising on those bags? Get rid of the plastic bags. They can advertise on a very nice cloth bag for a dollar and you're going to reuse those way more times than you're going to reuse a plastic bag. So yeah, go ahead and weigh in with your thoughts on that. Now, as I mentioned, the government is thinking about the environment actually, and another new initiative that they are talking about. And we're going to find out what that is with the help of Richard Zussman, our global news online legislative reporter who joins us now. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. Okay, so what is this all about?
1: All right, so new legislation is being introduced uh, in the legislature right now, just two floors above me where I'm sitting here in the basement. Uh, And so what this is all about is it's legislation to ensure that all new vehicles sold in British Columbia after 2040, so 21 years from now, are zero-emission vehicles. We knew this was coming, but in the legislation, we have a few more details in terms of the incentive programs the provincial government will be offering. It's not, though... you know, cold turkey 2040. There are mandates leading up to that. So the legislation that's being introduced right now is requiring that 10% of new light-duty vehicles sold in BC uh, by 2025. It's 30% of light vehicle light-duty um, vehicles by 2030, and then the 100% by 2040. So aggressive mandate, aggressive targets from the provincial government, similar to what they've done in California and Quebec. The issue now, though, is making sure those cars are available to British Columbians right. at a price that is the same as vehicles that are on the lots right, right.
0: now. Right. That's quite a ways away, though, right? They're talking yeah. 2040, and other countries are have a faster time. Like, I know Norway has said yeah. the same thing, but theirs is like 2025 or something. Exactly. And
1: Norway just last week announced that for the first time ever, they are selling more zero-emission vehicles than combustible engine vehicles uh, for the first time ever in any jurisdiction anywhere in the world. So Norway has very aggressive targets. There's a lot of challenges here, though, right? So the first big challenge is the availability of vehicles. So the most popular car in British Columbia is the Ford F-150, the pickup truck. And right now, Ford is prototyping an electric zero-emission ford f-150 but they're not there yet and i think a lot of consumers will want the same products they have now at the same price just they don't have to go to the gas pump to do it so we're not there with the vehicles yet the other one uh for places where it gets colder the battery life gets sucked up quickly and people are concerned about what impact it will have if, you know, the car sits out all day in the cold. Uh, I've been told uh, both by the government here in BC and also by experts that they're working on technology to make it actually a better vehicle in the cold than the gas guzzlers that we have now in terms of uh, issues with the engine. So they're working towards all these things, Simi, is the key point, but they're not there yet. The government also has that incentive program I mentioned. So... Up to $5,000 now as part of an incentive to purchase or lease a new battery electric vehicle or plug-in hybrid. Okay. But the problem is a lot of times the vehicles people want aren't available because demand is high. BC has higher rates of electrical vehicle use than anywhere else in the country. Uh, and also the cost. The cost is still much higher for a compar- uh, comparative vehicle uh, that's an electric compared uh, to a non-electric.
0: Is it fair to say, do you think, Richard, that this is just like, we're not alone, right? California's doing yep. this. Other states are doing this. Hawaii's doing this. Is it fair to say that you're looking at governments that are essentially trying to light a fire under these car companies to say, listen, we want these vehicles. Get moving on it.
1: You nailed it, Simi. That's exactly it, right? They, they These governments are trying to make it easier for their
0: voters, their
1: citizens, to buy these vehicles. And by increasing demand through incentive programs, they're hoping to incentivize uh, companies to produce the vehicles that people want. It's a little bit convoluted in that way. But if there are mandates here in BC to require the cars on the lots, then the government believes that will require those car companies to produce those cars because if they want to sell cars in bc they have to be zero emission vehicles by 2040 and they hope to address all those concerns the other one is around charging infrastructure the bc government's put money there the other one too the two parts around where we live right so at our homes now if we live in a detached home I think it's daunting for people to think about, you know, I need to get somebody in to install the plug-in. How much is it going to cost? The province has very light incentives for that, but there's a $5 million pool of money that's been put for that incentive across the province. Uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but there's information on the government's website. The other one are condo buildings. So if you live in a condo right now, it's very complicated to get a charging station built in that existing condo. Right. New builds will likely all have charging stations in the parking lots, but old ones don't. And the question is, who pays for building it? Who pays for the electricity? Those are issues that are being grappled with. And the province is almost at the point now where they're looking at potential legislation to help ease that transition so that there is uh, an enforceable way to require these condos to have charging stations. uh, So once we get to the point where the hope is that it's all zero emission vehicles, all those condos and other buildings have the infrastructure in place to make sure people can charge up their cars
0: right because I think a lot of people would like this option but then they think sure. of that like oh where am I going to charge this yeah. what am I going to do so there's still too many obstacles for them
1: yeah and, and the big one cost too right yeah you just look at the cost of these cars and it's higher than other used vehicles too is a major factor there's one used vehicle lot for electrics here on Vancouver Island but just one you know you can find hundreds across the province of used vehicles uh, and a lot of them are not uh, electric vehicle lot so that's one of the issues too I I think the infrastructure needs to change. This is just sort of one step towards a goal. And by 2040, uh, my guess is John Horgan won't be premier anymore unless he goes on some miraculous <laughs> run and wins five elections. Um And and very well, none of the ministers or any of the MLAs I, could be here. I think you can, go years. On that limb. Yes, um, you can go out on that limb. Yes, you can go out on that limb. So you are mandating a change for future governments and we don't know how the technology will improve. Yeah. So it's hard to set these targets. You know, one of the ones that comes to mind was Gregor Robertson's promise to get rid of homelessness, yes. a long term goal. And when we got to the end, it wasn't done. So I think it's 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 important to to put these goals in place, but there are still a lot of questions that need to be answered to make it easier for British Columbians and affordable for British Columbians to get these vehicles. But once you get them, it saves a lot of money. You know, I I think it's about seven. What what was the numbers they provided for me? uh, They save about seventy five percent on fuel. And maintenance costs from an electric compared that makes uh, to sense. A, a combustible engine. So it's, 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 it's substantial savings down the road, but it's about sort of getting over that hump in terms of the infrastructure and getting the vehicle off the lot. But this is at least one first, another step right. from the province that helps achieve that goal.
0: OK, so they've tabled that legislation to move forward. Before I let you go, though, Richard, I got to ask you, how was the hockey game?
1: Oh, what? I'm going to a hockey game tomorrow. Oh, is that
0: the game? Okay, I thought you I already was, gone to one.
1: No, there was one last night that the Royals lost to the oh, Vancouver Giants, so yay. now they're in a big hole. <laughs> the Royals are down 3 nothing. but I'm hopeful the hometown team can turn it around tomorrow night.
0: So were you at all those other games? Like, are you no, the jinx? Is that what you're saying? No, I haven't been to any of them. Oh, I've, I've been you to, need to one. Go. I've been to one
1: game in playoffs and the Royals lost to the Blazers, oh. but ended up winning the series. So we'll see. Hopefully I will be the good luck charm that turns things around tomorrow night at the Save on Foods <laughs> Arena here in Victoria.
0: Fingers crossed. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Amy. That is Richard Sussman, our Global News Online Legislative Report.